Hey everybody, welcome to the Church at South Point podcast. We are so glad that you found your way to our little corner of the online universe. If you asked me what is the story of South Point, I would have to tell you about the time when children were born and we celebrated, and when children died and we wept. I would tell you of the people who joined our community and then the others who left. I would have to tell those stories of challenge, frustration, breakthrough, joy, and sorrow. The true history of our church is found in the collected stories of the people and the story of a collected people. And I would also have to tell you about our four core images which communicate the heart of who we are, the well, the table, the seed, and the net. This is one of our greatest legacies that our founders gave us. This year, 20 years on in our story, we commissioned Joy Banks to create art around these four core images. And in our next series, we're reflecting together on her art. Today's podcast, uh, Joy comes and unveils her creation for us. For the first time, we catch a glimpse of her images and our imagination for who we are is refreshed. Okay, the first one is this one. Can you hold that one? And that symbolizes the well. We are all welcome to come and drink at the well of God's love. The second We are all beloved, and God wants us all to come and be a part of his family at his table. The next is a seed. The kingdom of God is growing all around us, even inside of us. The seed of Christ is here, and God's growing it. I did. And the final one, can you guess what that is? It's not a fish. What's holding the fish? A net. God is like a master fisherman mending the net of connection, and we all get to be part of that work. Well, table, seed, net are part of the core images of our church. And this is Joy Banks. Joy is an artist, she's a pastor, and she's a dear friend. And we commissioned Joy to make art for our church around the four core images, and she is going to tell us what they look like today. She's going to unveil her art and then tell you a little bit about how she made it. So, Joy, are we ready? You're not as nervous, are you? (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) Hi, guys. I'm curious, how many of you like to make things? Or do some kind of drawing or art or coloring? Yeah, me too. The kind of art that I do, I'm going to show it to you in a minute, is hiding up there behind that piece of paper. What I do is I make a picture and then I carve it with this tool into something like this. And basically, I'm making a big stamp. Have any of you used a stamp before? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm making a big stamp, but it's too big for a stamp pad, right? That would be too big for a stamp pad. So that's what this tool is. I have some ink, I roll the ink, and I roll it onto here, and then I squish it onto some paper, and that's what I make. It's called printmaking. Are you ready to see the print that I made? 
You're scared. <laughs> You're scared. Yeah, it's a little too much. I'm scared too, actually. <laughs> You're going to get your own copy of one of them downstairs so you can look at it more closely and talk about it with your friends and teachers. Well, it's great to be with you finally. And uh, after I've been sitting with your community story for several months now and trying to envision how it might be expressed in a lino cut print. It's been a great privilege to just be able to listen. We, ha we had a time of listening together around your core images about what may emerge and then sit prayerfully with um, my limitations of what I can express and also some limitations around size and medium to see what I may be able to create for you. So thanks for giving me this opportunity. Your story is quite beautiful and it's been beautiful to sit with these symbols. So this morning, I just wanna tell you a little bit about the process and walk through some of the images with you. And during communion, you'll be able to come and get a little bit closer and have a bit of time for any questions. One of the things I love about making art is that there's what I'm thinking of when I create it, but there's also then what others see in it. And I welcome that. Just so you know, there's no wrong answers or embarrassing questions to ask. Uh, I, mean, I already heard a little bit of what you saw last week with the sneak peek of the middle image, and that brought me a lot of delight. Then we're going to have a little bit of time to sit with the image of the well because you're going to be doing a Visio Divina on each of the core images over the next few weeks. So we're going to sit with the well today. So first of all, as I, I mentioned, the, the way that I created it, these are lino cut prints and there were some constrictions. I have a press that someone gave me and that's about the size that will go on it. <laughs> And on the other extreme, just the size of how much detail I can actually carve limits some of what I can put in the core images. Uh, when, when you commissioned me, you actually commissioned me for the four core images, but I gave myself the assignment that I wanted them to fit together somehow as a whole or to be able to be separated out. And I tried many different ideas. And, and then finally, this image of the the Christ in the middle came along with the words, the welcoming Christ, which last week, how many of you were here last week or two weeks ago? Oh, sorry, can you just show me one more time? Cause I don't want to be too repetitive. Okay. I won't go through it in detail, but just this image for me was part of your journey as a community. One of your charisms that I felt held, held some of these other core images together. And so this image of a Christ that is both inviting, but also stepping towards was kind of the image that I decided to kind of put in the middle um, to hold the core images. So a few things about the big picture. I didn't really plan this, but it turns out all four of them are outdoors and the landscape. Once I realized that, I tried to kind of make it varied landscape that you might find in this kind of region where you have your church and where you live. And it's a bit hard to tell, but there's just a small design element along the bottom of them. They all have this like kind of cut out space at the bottom. That's just a design element. And see if there's anything else. I tried to include a variety of ages and of people and features and ethnicities. And in each of the core images, there's also embedded a symbol or two of something that points to some, a scripture story or some images in scripture. So there's 
at least one or two, just kind of, even though the core images themselves really kind of come out of so much uh, imagery from scripture. Okay, let's move towards the, this is the well. In our listening time, the image of some of the things that came out was a well as an artisanal well. So rather than something deep down, something that flows up from the deep and is kind of alive and living. And also uh, the well is a place that gathers. So rather than I think part of your, this image is not a fence that keeps people in, but something that draws people towards something. So I wanted to show different people coming. I think of this girl on the left there as a kind of a teenager and there's a, a man helping a young child so that's part of your vision to help the children also find the source of living water and then there's this figure in the back coming with the dog and a pail um, even that this well even brings goodness not even and brings goodness to all of creation that life um, giving source so, and this is kind of set a little more like you might think in the mountains or the forest uh, in the region. Oh, and then there's this jar at the very bottom, um, kind of partly submerged underwater. And this, I was thinking of the story of the woman at the well who, um, when she found this source of living water, left her jar and ran back to her village to tell them this, they got to come. Um, and so that's that little hint of that story there. Okay, and then we'll move on to the table. In this image, I, of course, there's the table, <laughs> it's kind of obvious, and on your table is a classic cup and bread that you would think of like the communion table, but also images of abundance. That was one of the things that came out of our listening time. Someone said, I envision this as kind of so abundant, there's like flowers in the middle of the table and other kind of food offerings. Um, I've included two fish there that to me is that's the pointing to um, Jesus taking the loaves and the fishes and multiplying it. There's both this the small offerings that we bring the abundance that comes in God's hands um, with that. And then I even put a, little, a, a pie there because <laughs> to me, pie symbolizes abundance. For me, the table and um, some of these stories that are there are about a gift economy and the, uh, the gifts of what we receive and the gifts that's also in all of creation. It's not just what we generate and put on the table, but what's given to us. And so some symbols of that are at the bottom. I have these kind of wild strawberries and then there's apples, which are cultivated, but also like the gift of creation there. And the woman is bringing that basket. A couple of other things. Uh, this one has a lot. There's this uh, couple, I, th I think of a queer couple at the table. I wanted to make that really clear, which is not often in imagery in the church, but as part of your vision of inclusion. There's a person at the back. I wanted to show there's still room at the table and maybe even relationship with those who are maybe not at the, this particular table right now. So that connection. The man there is pointing to the cup, which is a, a little bit strange, but you may remember this in the Rublev icon, which you guys have been holding for a long time in your community story. There's this movement. And so I just wanted to give a little hint of that. And finally, this is the only one where the characters there are look, there's one character looking out. Again, the Rublev icon, part of that is that it's it's meant to show you the viewer is invited to the table. And so I also wanted to give this kind of, she's looking out at you kind of almost as this invitation. Oh, and there is one more thing. Originally I had this, the table more circular kind of ending there. I like that compositionally, but it felt kind of 
there was an end to it. And I wanted to show this table that kind of seems like it keeps extending. So how does the table extend on and on out of the frame? We can move on to the next one. This is the seed. And when we did our um, listening circle, there were lots of ways that you named the seed as kind of the, the nurturing of small things, planting seeds, nurturing them, trusting they will grow into goodness and life. And especially children were mentioned in that, that children are one of the seeds that you seek to treasure and cultivate here as a community. So I put the child in the foreground here, planting the seeds. Uh, some of them are just more self-evident, obviously the seed growing at the, in the foreground. I wanted to also show the, the work that goes into nurturing seeds, including watering. Now, the farmers among us, Angela and Paul and others, would, you know, you don't water with a watering can in the middle of your plot, but this, I know that, but I just, you know, that watering can was kind of nice, thank you to that. Uh, I wanted to show that it's not all just glamorous, the work of tending seeds. And so there's this man in the background kind of breaking up uh, hard ground. And I thought of the line in Psalm 126, which is just, though we are weeping, help us to keep sowing. There's also a song that we sing, you know, seeds for the day. Uh, and that's something that I've often thought of even this week, you know, with all of the tragedy and violence that we've been witnessing. How do you keep sowing seeds of love and peace? It's a lot of times it's with a lot of tears and a lot of sweat and it's hard work. And then at the very back, you might notice there's a night and a day and that may be, seem a little bit odd, but I love the parable of um, the, the, the parable that's about a farmer who goes and sows the seed, but then they go back and whether it's night or day, the seeds, they, they grow. And I wanted to show the mystery of it's not just our work, the seeds are this incredible mystery of life and God that actually does the growing. And so that's what the, the house, the day and night and inside the window is a little couple of figures there that show, meant to show that. Okay, and then the last one, this is the net. This is the one that gave me a little more, the most trouble at first, to be honest, how to represent it. Um, but I, in the end, went with just kind of some tr more traditional imagery at the, at the front. And as we had done our listening, um, a few of the stories, the gospel stories of the abundant catch, again, this theme of abundance seems to run through our listening, um, where the disciples put out the nets and caught this amazing catch um, after a time of not. Um, and the net, uh, I wanted to show like working together. So part of your vision, I think of the net is this con community connection and catching one another in a sense and being caught in God's love. And so I wanted to show collaborative work there. So that's the, the figures in the foreground. And then the other thing that came up in our listening was the idea of mending. So part of this vision of the nets that need to be mended and there's a friendship bench that's been part of your story, a place of connection. And well, Anne will have to say more because I, I don't get all the details of it, but it seemed important. So there are these figures in the back um, sitting on a bench, mending some fishing nets. And I intentionally made them kind of uh, interracial, different races and different generations. Um, those are just two of the places in our society that obviously needs lots of mending work and this part of our labor um, as a community. So that's that. And then I set it in 
It's not exactly white rock, rock beach, but that's kind of what I was thinking of when I when I made it I'm close enough. <laughs> the birds are just birds. <laughs> I, I just thought the birds, you know, they wouldn't be there if there's fish being caught. Uh, and somehow that's part of the story. You can you can figure out what they symbolize that that's for you. <laughs> Okay, so that's those are all of them. Uh, any questions? Any again, there's no silly questions. So you will have time over the next several weeks to look at them individually and share what you notice. So there'll be more time with that. But if you have any questions on any anything, I wanted to give opportunity for that. Yes. Yeah, I actually, that was an intentional piece because I've, a lot of images of Jesus are kind of static. And I wanted to show that there's this movement towards us. The love of God is moving towards us, but it's also inviting. There is, it's not coming upon you. There is, there's both of those. So that's, that was an intentional piece that, yeah. Yeah, Leah. No. Well, thank you. Okay. I just want to say something about that. Like one of the joys of this was just seeing behind the scenes, the work Joy did to come up with this. And what blew me away is how many reiterations of this. She like, she just kept playing and experimenting and designing and redesigning. And like up until quite recently, you've been so... This, this is the end result of such a labor of love. So I'm glad you noticed that, Leah. I'm glad you named that. I've had so much awe over your generosity to our community and the addition of the welcoming Christ in the middle. Like he just takes my breath away. And so thank you for that extra gift that holds all of us. Uh, thank you. I do hope that we'll, we'll continue to hold you all as well in that abundance. Yeah, I, can, I, I would come up with ideas of like, okay, this will work with this and this in image. And then I, it, I would come to another core image and it wouldn't work. So I would just kind of keep redesigning till I could try to find something that somewhat had some cohesion. Any other? Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Not a, it's not a price that to be feared. It's a price of, uh, of and, and, and he's holding everything. Mm -hmm. He's holding. Mm -hmm. it. It's just lovely. Oh, there you go. See, so you saw some things and worded it in a little di different way that helps me to see differently too. So thanks for that gift. Yeah, Karen. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Yes. Ah, the beautiful, beautiful way you articulated that. Yeah, there's this kind of moving outward. Yeah, thank you. I, I also, um, I have played with some color 
possible pops of color. Um, I don't often work with a lot of colors, so it was a bit of a stretch. Um, and, but what we're going to do is I'm going to give you an opportunity to choose um, for your permanent piece. Online, there will definitely be some color that we're going to integrate in digitally. Um, but in terms of your piece that you have hanging here, um, you'll be able to choose if you want this kind of this is a navy blue and white one or one with some pops of color. So I'm not sure how that'll happen, but there'll be a little informal survey where you can uh, decide because I was I'm kind of losing the plot in terms of <laughs> what is what works and what doesn't. OK, um, I think we'll move now then to just some time with the well. So with each of the images over the next while, you're going to be doing a time of a visio divina. So if, if you can put that one up, that's the next slide, Karen, I think. Yeah. So as in Electio Divina, we're going to take a time of silence and invite you. We're going to compress it a little bit today. So just spend some time in silence, trusting the spirit is there with you, guiding you. And what do you notice along with, is there some part of your story, something that connects with you? And this may be positive or negative. That's okay. Just be aware of how it connects in your body, in your story. I'll give you a moment. And then after that, we'll have an opportunity for if some of you who just like to briefly speak out um, what you noticed or what connected. So let me just pray for us. And then we'll take this time of listening. Gracious and abundant, welcoming God. Thank you for your loving presence with us and the way your spirit moves among us and through us in so many mysterious ways. We ask now as we sit with this image that your spirit would speak to the deep places within us where your waters are moving and bubbling up and guide us in our time of looking and listening. Amen. So I invite any of you, if you'd like, just to speak what, either what stood out to you or just how it connected in a, in a kind of compact way, um, trusting that you will see different things that help others see and understand this, this, some of the symbolism of this core image. Thank you. Yeah, the abundance again. I tried to see where I was in the picture, like place myself in the picture. And I was kind of up sitting on those rocks and I just, I guess I wondered why was I sitting on the rocks when that water looked so good? <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Really notice the hands um, and how all the hands are touching, reaching, holding, um, and engaging in an active way well and moving and flowing. So just imagine what it felt like to hold the water with the jar and those bellies. Beautiful. I've had to put a child in this. I've had to keep our own household. We have a permitting uh Every Tuesday night, uh, family getting together. And uh, all three of us were great groups. <laughs> and it wasn't until I began to realize that Jesus is better 
how did he see this? And he would love it. And that's where I, I, I think he would love to have this Thanks, John. Thanks for sharing that story. Good trail. Thanks for that observation. Yeah, some of these things come accidentally as I try to work on the negative space and the positive. And so, well, that worked out okay. Anyone else? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've been on hikes, haven't I have, and I was like, oh, finally, this water. Yeah, there was, sorry, I thought there was a couple other, yes. We sort of see the well as a metaphor for all life that we get from God. Yeah. Including his word and like all kinds of things. So I like it that they're not just standing, examining or looking at the well. They're, uh -huh. they're drinking from the well. Yeah, the experience, I mean, thanks for pointing that. We, it's so easy to do that, right? Just stay in our heads and examine something versus dipping our hands in and, yeah, drinking. Yes. Yeah, Paul, thanks for sharing that. I um I had a conversation a couple of years ago with someone who was about, I think, like university age or something, and um, it was up at Rivendell. So they were drawn to Rivendell, but they were, we were talking about their struggles with, with church. Uh, and I said, what do you think young people are drawn to these days? You know, And he's like, you know, so there's so many gimmicks out there to try to draw young people. He said, but what I am looking for is a place with a deep well. It's like, I know, I, I don't know how to find it necessarily, but I know when I encounter it, when there's a people drinking from a deep well, that's what I long for. That really stuck with me. I've been pondering that as I carved this. So, okay, well, thank you for this opportunity to share with you. And I look forward to hearing what else emerges as you sit with these, these symbols that have been part of your story long before you, uh, we had these art pieces. Um, Angela's gonna come and Paul and sing, uh, play an instrumental now to prepare us to come to the table. But um, as that's playing, we wanna invite you to the second part of the Visio Divina, just which is simply asking, is there an invitation for me or for us in the next little while? Not forever, but is there an invitation in the next week or so for me through this meditation, through this image or through for us as a community?
the actions that we are being invited to take in these images are very simple. Coming to a well to satisfy our thirst, making time to gather around a table, planting and watering little seeds, laboring together to repair nets. They're not dramatic actions. They are small, they are homely, but you can see in Joy's images that something really good and really beautiful and whole is coming into being through these small actions. Something is being cultivated and that something looks an awful lot like kingdom, like kinship. We're made for this. And the heart of this table is Christ restoring us back to that kinship of the kingdom. And so Jesus, the risen Christ, stands in our midst with his arms outstretched, stepping towards us, welcoming us, bidding us to come. And I invite you to come and take your place at this table. You are wanted, you are beloved, and you are part of God's family. I think one of the gifts of an artist or artists is not just what they create, but the way they see. They give us their vision of the world. And I feel like Joy has given us a vision um, of God, a vision of what community in God looks like. I think she's even given us a vision for who we are as a church community. And I really pray that God would bless, that the spirit would bless this image and use it to refresh our imaginations, like our prophetic imagination about who we are and who God is calling us to be. So thank you, Joy, so much. Okay, may we go forward with a renewed sense of our oneness. And out of that oneness, may we care well for one another and for the land. And may our words and our action reflect God's spirit of humility and love that is alive within us. Amen. Mm -hmm.